Hey there, Strikers. Happy Saturday. What do you think about Eternal Digital Servitude? Transformers, Rise of the... Oh, please, just be over already. Or Indies, Jones and for Last. And welcome to Good Burger with a Good Burger. Let's lurk. <laughs> Scott, it's been a week. I know that we haven't really had chances to watch things, to spend a lot of time. You've had stuff going on. I'm just waiting to see uh, Margot Robbie um, get pounded in Oppenheimer. Wait, hold on. I'm just those movies. I think you're thinking of the wrong thing. Somebody told you bad information. Apparently. Now, hold on. Okay, so before we get into all the things that I want to talk about today, you saw that Oppenheimer reviews are coming out. Barbie reviews are coming out. Oh, yes. And did you hear about, like, the 15-minute full frontal sex scene that we're getting in Oppenheimer, which has, like, a four-hour runtime? You know what? Now that you say that, I'm really disappointed because I actually heard it it was in the other movie. (laughs) Everybody wants to see Margot Robbie. No, no, it's more Ryan Gosling, I think. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Ryan Gosling get pounded in that uh, Brokeback movie? He was not in that movie. (laughs) It was Heath Ledger and Ryan Gosling? No. What's... They all look alike. What's that guy's name? I don't know name? what fanfic you're reading, <laughs> Willie, but it was definitely Jake Chillenhall. <laughs> I felt I must have fallen asleep and dreamed about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had already finished, so yeah, you were just tired out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Is that a true story, though? Like... Is there a sex scene in Oppenheimer? Yeah, and and it's, like, aggressive. Apparently, it's, like, Killian Murphy mm-hmm. and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oppenheimer. Please say Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> it would have been better if it was Emily Blunt, but it's not. It is... Oh, God, what's her name? We all know her name, and I can't remember, remember it right now. Yeah. You gotta goog it. You gotta goog it. Oh, this is offensive that I don't know this. Like, I'm actually pretty upset with myself. What's the girl that was in Black Widow? Scarjo? Not that one. She's not in this movie. That one. Hold on. The one girl who was in Black Widow? I don't like where this is going. Oh, oh, oh. The the standalone, not not played Black Widow. Standalone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Florence Pugh. Thank you. Dude, seriously, I don't know why, but uh I went to IMDb. IMDb, you gotta figure it out right now. The top, like, 20 actors on this list doesn't include Florence Pugh. She should be above Stephen Hoska or Harry Groner. (laughs) Apparently in this movie, though, she takes Killian Murphy's Harry Groner. (laughs) I was going to say, Harry Groner, I think you're looking at the adult version of Oppenheimer. (laughs) (laughs) It's just called Explode. (laughs) (laughs) the whole movie is a euphemism (laughs) but willie we're gonna go see this before the next show right you and i are gonna go see both of these movies and we're gonna have a barbenheimer special (laughs) 
I wasn't expecting that. I was thinking of a barbecue. I thought about <laughs> wieners again. I was like, ooh. Before we go see those movies, let's talk about the movies that aren't going to be happening. Thankfully, these two got out before this strike that is going on. The actors have joined the writers since the last time we recorded. So now we've got people you've never heard of, but have created some of the best shows that we all know and love. Standing right next to the faces of those shows. Like, I think all of the Avengers cast have been out. Mm -hmm. I think I saw Brad Pitt. I'm just making things up right now. AI is fooling with my brain. That's one of the problems, Scott. That's right. That is one of the problems. Did you hear about this crazy rule that, from from a corporate standpoint, makes total sense why they would want to do this? But from a you and I sense, you're like, who in their right mind would agree to this? So on The Verge this week, it says actors say Hollywood Studios wants their AI replicas for free forever. And so imagine, Scott, you are you are the lucky one that gets to be like, hey, he's ambiguous. Let's put him as a as a background actor in this movie. And so they go and they 3D scan you. And they use Mm -hmm. AI to have a copy of you. And they say, hey, thanks for the day of work. We own you forever. Not you. The digital copy of you. We're going to play good cop, bad cop here. I'm going to be the evil corporate greedy man. (laughs) And you're going to be a struggling actor. Yeah. My current reality. (laughs) But... uh... Here's, I here's think that's deal, screwed right? up. I think that there should be like a fee for service. Like every time you want to use my replica, mm-hmm. day rate. Right now, actors get paid to be on a certain thing. Yep. Forever, I guess, enshrined in either film, digital, whatever. And then they get residuals. They'll get checks for how many times it plays on TV or how many times it plays on theaters or reruns on uh, the movie channel, whatever. And those residuals are very small. doesn't necessarily mean you're going to live a life of luxury off of them. But the more things that you're in, the more checks you get forever in perpetuity. They want to replace you with a digital version of yourself so that they never have to call you in again. A video game character will just be playing you in every single movie or TV show forever. And they only want to pay you for one day's rate, which is like $400 or something like that. One time. So Sean Gunn, he had a video on TikTok. Like, if you want to follow a lot of these actors, Mm -hmm. um, the guy who played uh, Roy in The Office, he's out. Well, Sean Gunn last week said he was in almost every single episode of Gilmore Girls which was one of Netflix's top earning shows. And he made next to nothing in residuals. And it's because there's a difference between the, the cast of friends and the residuals that they make having their show syndicated across network television, like their shows being played there. They're like, sweet. We're just racking in millions still year after year versus these other actors. They're not getting that same cut because Netflix is like, Oh, it's not the same deal. Would you allow yourself, as somebody who is not an actor, to be digitized, to be put into movies? Like, just background characters. How much? They're never going to see your face. 
never going to see you like up close. You'll just be one of the people sitting at a bistro cafe. You'll be a person who gets a building dropped on them like in the distance. Oh, that would be fun. But how much? And let's say I'll, I'll pay you $1,000 just to be this background character. Never. No. And there will be an agreement that I'll never, you'll never be on screen in a recognizable form. Hmm. For a thousand bucks? Yeah. Just to have Do I get to body. change my likeness? No, you're you're not in container. <laughs> I I don't know. But the the real question is why are they why are they trying to digitize actors? There's got to be software that has the capabilities of creating just random people. They don't need the Brad Pitts to be it unless they are truly trying to steal people's souls. I it's apparently uh, the new Indiana Jones, which I'll talk about later, had a lot of CG Indiana Jones. And some of the reviews coming out are saying it's like the best. Like de-aging they have yeah. seen in a film ever. I've heard a lot of positive reviews about just the opening sequence. And that's really interesting because do you think Harrison Ford was like, I'm okay with this? He had to have been. Right. They probably told him what was going on. At least I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, Will Smith, controversy aside, he did Gemini Man, and he played himself. He had a younger version and an older version, a normal version. And then there's The Flash, where it was just another actor with Ezra Miller's face digitally ripped off and copy-pasted onto his. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think for me to be able to get paid in servitude, just be that body forever, $10,000. Let me put this another way. You are going to be your own streamer. You're going to be your own avatar in the upcoming metaverse, which is not done yet. Still around. NFTs. Gotta love them. (laughs) We, We thought about making NFTs. But ready? <laughs> Thank goodness we didn't. Um, but we still could be on the lookout. Anyway, the avatar that you're going to create with your new Ready Player One headset when it comes out in 2020, whatever, 2030, maybe, <laughs> you could technically make your own movies. You're in control. Suddenly, you're going on auditions as a digital person for these digital movies that are coming out. Is that any different than what they're trying to do? They're just trying to, you know, get ahead of the rights because they know it's coming. But I think you own, you have control of it, right? Maybe because do you own the platform that you're going to be inserting this digital person onto? I can insert it wherever I want. (laughs) consensually and that's the problem is that this doesn't have both side consensual but you're eventually going to do this you're eventually going to get scanned and you're gonna be like oh i want to go play in whatever facebook's world is do they own you because i think right now the answer is yes i think right now the answer is yes (laughs) hollywood i don't know if we're gonna solve it yeah we're we're definitely not gonna solve it but it's it doesn't seem right. No. And we're kind of giving people a warning. Like, maybe you want to pause before you jump into this future metaverse. 
Speaking of things, speaking you of pauses. Scott? Jinx. You owe me a kiss. You, you oh. <laughs> <laughs> I decided, based on the show, I needed to watch something this week. So I watched oh. Transformers Rise of the Beast. Where? It's on streaming. Oh, okay. Rentable. It's rentable. You didn't think it was good? So, Rotten Tomatoes, or IMDb has it rated like 6.2 out of 10. Uh, let's see, the the good old Rotten Tomatoes. I think IMDb looks like trash, by the way. It's, it's been around forever. Horrible interface. Fix it. Just fix it. It's owned by Amazon. Like, guys. Uh, it is? Yeah, IMDb is owned that, by them. That explains things. Yeah. Uh, their websites are garbage. They're always garbage. Um, but they're the backbone of the internet. Uh, so Transformers <laughs> Rise of the Beast on Rotten Tomatoes is a tomato meter of 53, but an audience score of 91. So you, the audience, loved this movie. And we can move on. All right. This Indiana <laughs> was utter trash. Garbage. Terrible acting. I'm going to give my hot takes on this. The soundtrack was not as hyped up as everybody thought it might be. How much? Uh, how many Lincoln Park songs were in it? Zero. Well, there you go. That or I didn't know what it was. It, it, it goes it like if you think of like a kid wanting to watch this, mm-hmm. it, you have the Autobots as a breed. You have the Maximals breed? as a breed. A race? A race. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Maximals, <laughs> Autobots, and it wasn't Decepticons. It was a different evil race. Really? Yeah. They weren't good. They didn't have any character transformation. They didn't have any buildup. The the two main actors, like at one point, the male lead in this movie gets part of a... A suit. Uh, I'm going to spoil some of this, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm not going to spoil much of this. It doesn't matter. This, so Anthony Gilds Ramos don't want you to do this right now. Just I don't just care. Know. Anthony Ramos <laughs> is playing Noah Diaz, and he gets like a piece of one of the other Autobots, and it turns him into like a, a freaking like like a mini transformer, a human sized transformer, able to attack full size. It's that's just not how physics works. That's <laughs> not how any science. of this works. You're attacking a science of a Transformers movie. Okay. The worst right. part, though, right. is he's at his wit's end. He doesn't think he can do it. He's trying to he's trying to make his way to be that superhero. And so he picks up an intercom and he hears his little brother, Chris, give him a speech like, hey, man, you can do this. You're the best. Nobody else in this world can do this. But you've seen that goddamn boy on screen for two minutes. And they gave him a handicap. Like, he's physically handicapped and sick. And so, like, am I supposed to have some heartbreak for this kid that I've never met and I don't know what he's going through? And he could just have a limp. It's so dumb. It's so contrived. It is not worth an ounce of time to watch this movie. Whoever rated it a 91%. Get yourself checked out. You've got problems. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that kid uh, won 
that was like his make a wish. Um, oh, so you're just God. Uh, <laughs> you just shat all over a dead kid. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dean Scott Vasquez. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I, I I'm just making that up. <laughs> but really, I am saddened to hear that another Transformer movie is bad. <laughs> oh no, I never would have guessed. Uh, uh it really is the death of my childhood every single time one of those movies comes out. <laughs> I'm glad that uh Peter Peter whoever is getting another paycheck to be Optimus Prime. Good for him. When but, was the last time a Transformers movie came out that you were like that was good? 1984. <laughs> You didn't even like the first one? What are you talking about? That was the first one. They killed Optimus Prime. Oh. Live action? Yeah, it was it was actually good when I don't know how old I was, but it had a good soundtrack, but still no, it was bad. It was Michael Bay. Dude, that first one though. Two thousand seven. You just like you just like Megan Fox. That's the only reason you like it. So does so many other people. Yeah. Machine Gun. Some somebody else. Josh du- Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel's a great actor. Great actor. Dark, Tyrese was in it. Comic Relief. Anthony Anderson. Like there were so many things in this movie that they got right. Anthony Anderson was in that movie. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. John Turturro. He's great in everything. Honestly, the Jesus. <laughs> what what a what an amazing cast! Well done. It like it had like so much realism and grounded with like real military weapons and like, I don't know. Maybe the second movie that they did was good, and then after that, it kind of fell downhill. It was definitely sponsored by the industrial complex. You have to you have to see that, right? It was it was getting people to join up to fight to fight the big evils. Isn't that every Michael Bay film, though? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, speaking of the industrial complex, let's talk a little bit about Disney. The Mouse House. Scott, do you want to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Indiana Jones and the senior living community? Like, <laughs> What? are we still doing why is he still jonesing (laughs) some say he's still stuck in that fridge (laughs) you know it would make a lot more sense if he had just died right there (laughs) slams it to the ground (laughs) bloody mess pulp flesh and bones Where's that edit? We need that edit. <laughs> That's what... or it's just like the... You know when that guy like drinks the wrong thing and he melts into the bones, you know, because he got a uh <laughs> he got flung by a nuclear bomb. Dude. Maybe that the fridge opens is just a skeleton <laughs> of Indiana Jones and dust. So so okay, hold on, hold on. So we're gonna go see Oppenheimer. 
And then mm-hmm. immediately when the movie's done, we're going to start watching Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull just for that scene. I can't wait. We're going to edit Oppenheimer and Crystal Skull as soon as it as soon as it's available. We're going to rip that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I bring up the Indiana Jones thing because mm-hmm. we were talking last week about like what movies we thought were going to be the top of the box office, which ones are taking the lead. Do you remember where Indiana Jones showed up? Five? Six? Yeah, it was that, that QAnon movie Seven. was maybe beating it. No, the QAnon movie was last, which, by the way, found out that uh, there's, a, there's a lot more to that conspiracy we'll talk about on another show. Uh-huh. Indiana Jones, uh, it looks like on Monday, July 17th, last weekend, it made $12.3 million. Beaten out by Insidious, Sound of Freedom, and Mission Impossible. Oh, wow. And word is coming out that this movie was one of the most expensive movies to make, which always is like Disney's big saving. Like I think at least 300 headline. million. Yeah. It's only taken in 300 million at the box office, which for this franchise is a disaster. Movies suck these days, honestly. Seriously. They just keep. I know. Everybody supposedly wants another Marvel movie. Everybody supposedly wants another Star Wars movie. But we're just getting sequels and retreads. And this is not the first time we brought it up. People Mm -hmm. have been talking about this for a decade. They're like, why is there no original stories anymore? A24, bless their, you know, very disturbed soul. (laughs) Uh seems to be one of the few studios giving us original scripts. Now, I feel like all of their movies are just kind of allegories for the the other studios because they Mm -hmm. just keep giving us horror. Why are we watching a 95-year-old Indiana Jones? Let him retire. Just let him ride off into the sunset. I think one of the best directors right now is Jordan Peele. Yes. He can't come out with movies fast enough. But once again, they're all horror movies. I mean, yeah, they've got horror to them. He's He's gone on and, and talked about like the difference between making comedy and horror is that they both need to be pretty grounded in reality and then get more weird over time. You're right. And horror is neither of our like go-to movie. Uh, but is there like yeah. a different director that we've been watching where we'd say like they're making some fun stuff? We could say Christopher Nolan. I mean, well, we have to wait for the full penetration. I mean, the the release. Why is there a sex scene in that movie? It makes we'll never no know, sense. We'll never know. They it said it was no integral to the character development. Killian Murphy was just like, Chris, I will be in this film. <laughs> But I want a Florence pop it and lock it. They they play husband and wife. I, I don't know. What if it's just like a horrifying montage of like thrust, fire, thrust, bomb making, thrust, <laughs> like just back and forth, sex, explosion, <laughs> sex, death. 
<laughs> with with Eye of the Tiger playing in the background. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> But detuned oh, like Jordan Peele does, so it sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's our show, lovely lurkers. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Please, please rate and review wherever you lurk. We appreciate the love, so remember to be kind to each other, and we'll see you next week. Bye.